We're talking about how gardening can help your recovery. I've got Recovered Life contributor and sober coach, Shauna McKinnavik on the line. How you doing, Shauna? Oh gosh, Damon, I'm so excited about today's segment that, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just doing fantastic, actually. It is so great to have you back on the show. Look, at this is a, this is a passionate topic for people who garden that are also in recovery. I know not everybody is going to see the title of this and get this, but we're going to dive into the whole area of gardening and actually how it can help your recovery. So I know you've had a personal experience with this about gardening, recovery, mm-hmm. how you mesh the two together and you know how that all started. Right. Well, let me tell you, Damon, I, I don't claim to be an expert on much and I don't claim to be an expert on this, but I will say that I'm a self-proclaimed recovery gardening expert guru. Actually, I'm going to take guru. Okay. I'm a self-proclaimed gardening recovery or recovery gardening guru, because I have used it in my approach to, for, as part of my holistic plan for recovery, I just, sort of fell into gardening as something. And then I saw how much it benefited me. It was, um, and how it continues to benefit me that I proclaim it to anyone who will listen. And let me tell you, people um, will tell me, okay, that's enough, Shauna. We've heard enough about native plants. Okay. But uh, I, I get real excited about it because there are so many benefits. You know, it's it's interesting because like I said, at the very beginning of this uh, segment, not everybody's going to get this, but if you've had the experience of actually gardening, whether that is just, you know, plants for just, you know, for, for scenic kind of stuff, landscaping, mm-hmm. or if it's actually, in my case, I like to do, you know, vegetables, fruits, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It, it really is super empowering, Shauna. Like there's something about it and it ties so well into the whole recovery journey. I, I always say it's a way to be able to kind of in a way, figure things out. It allows me to Mm -hmm. figure things out on that journey. Let's talk a little bit about the history of this because we're not just pulling this out of the air, right? Like there is actually some sort of data and history behind how it can actually help you. There is, there is time proven. uh, It's time proven. It's a time proven therapy. Um, Horticultural therapy is what it's called, was first uh, recognized back in the early 19th century by Dr. Benjamin Rush, who's also known as the father of American psychiatry. But here's a little known tidbit. He was also a signer of the Declaration of Independence. So we're talking, it's a while ago, and he introduced plant and plant-based activity for therapy to treat patients with mental illness that he saw in sanatoriums. So we have some really good roots, no pun intended, um, for this therapy um, as, a, as a modality for recovery. What do you think it does for you? Like I've had, you know, it's really, it's one of these things that's very hard to exp- explain. It's kind of in a way very similar to explaining to somebody who wants to get sober what sobriety is like if they have no experience in it, right? It's similar. It's, it's a similar kind of thing. You know, I find that like it's such also a break from what people do day to day now in life. You know, most people are not living off the land. They're not, you know, in the dirt, you know, walking around. They're not doing that kind of stuff. They're in front of a computer like this. They're talking on the phone. They, they have gadgets constantly. But mm-hmm. pulling away from all of that, even if it's like a half an hour, 15 minutes a day 
to be able to see something grow, to see something that you planted and do that, it does have this kind of magic, uh, it creates kind of a magic experience. Right, exactly, uh, Damon. And so to your point, to see something grow, it teaches us perseverance. It also helps with a routine. So if you have a garden um, and in recovery, it's really important to start um establishing routines, right? So you have, you feel like you have a little more control over your life. You're not just a, a tornado rushing through. And that's what my life was like. I was a successful salesperson. I was traveling every week. I ran my family and my home. I took care of everybody. I, um, even when I would go on business trips, I would pre-cook all the meals for the week on a Sunday so that my family wouldn't have to worry about cooking when they were fully capable, but I was doing all of those things. So what happened when I started to, um, when, after I relapsed, and then, you know, brought gardening into it. I, I really just fell into it. I was walking out the back of our property and I couldn't get over how many weeds there were. I hadn't paid attention in a couple of years because I'd been drinking and we were overrun by these invasive weeds. And I just started to learn about them and started to pull them. And so what it brought me down was calm me down into the present, the here and now, and seeing how much I would get overwhelmed, like, oh my gosh, how am I ever going to get an acre of weeds hand pulled? But I had to bring it back to, it's okay. If I just do this next step, this one square foot, then I've done this one square foot, and then I've achieved something. So there's some success there. And my daughter and I did that over a year. We hand pulled weeds over this acre. So it was methodical. It was a routine. We went out every day and here she was, I think she was 12 or 13 at the time. She says, mom, this is so satisfying, you know, pulling this and seeing the results. Yeah. You know what? It's interesting. It is kind of a metaphor for what's going on internally with us. I think a lot mm -hmm. of the times in recovery, you know, I always know it's kind of like giving a, it's kind of like having a baby. Like there might be things in your sobriety, like letting go. Like I was just in a meeting the other day and the topic was letting go. Somebody who has, you know, 30 days and somebody who has 30 years, it, it, it's a, they might be letting go of different things, but that mm -hmm. process is the same. But gardening, like you say, I have to water it. I have to pull these weeds. I have to do these certain okay. things. It's actually a physical representation. You can actually see it happening. How has it helped you specifically with certain recovery issues? Uh, okay, Shana? so a cup. So for a couple of ways, um, more than a couple of ways, one, I have um, high ADHD. So part of the research shows that being able to be out in nature and doing things, you know, like weeding, using your left and right hands, that it really helps with your ADHD, um, feet on the ground, on grass, out in nature, it helps with that. So that contributes to it. Um, it has benefits of decreasing stress and improving overall positive feelings. You know, that's really important, especially in early recovery. You still feel like crap. You feel like a failure. You feel like all these things. But if you take a plant, if you go out, say you wanted to get started on this and you order some grow bags from Amazon, you get some soil and you plant a plant. And then each day, you know, you have to go out and water it and you start to see the changes. You can see, just like you said, the metaphor for life, that the growth and what happens. And, you know, then you're out there and you're pulling some weeds and you take it away. 
so for me, it was um, all encompassing. You know, I was doing all this weed stuff, but I was also learning how to train my brain again because my brain went a bit soft in my relapse because I wasn't doing anything, but I was learning. I was learning about different plants, about native plants, about the benefits of them for the for the ecosystem and what plants should I plant. And, you know, so I'm learning, I'm engaged, I am building my own confidence that here I'm learning something completely new that I never thought I would, you know, um, you know, I used to be the girl that went and got manicures. Now I have what I call the um, opposite French manicure. It's the French yeah. gardening manicure. Instead of the white on the end of your nails, I have dirt under my fingernails. So it looks like I have black because, you know, it just, it, it's, there's something about putting your hands in the soil the warmth, the life, the life-giving thing of it. So gosh, that didn't really answer your question directly, but I, you know, I know that if I need a break in the middle of the day, I walk out to my garden and I take a look and see how things are growing, how things are doing, might pull a few weeds. It gives me a chance to stop and take a breath and be here now. Absolutely. You know, you talked about ADHD and I know a lot of times, you know, in recovery, they really push meditation. Like I know meditation and we talk about meditation on the recovered life show. Uh, and we have, you know, meditation meetings and it's so amazing. I love meditation, yeah, but, me too. but honestly, I move very fast. My mind moves very fast. It's very, very hard. And one of the things with recovery that I found over the years of being sober and also working with other people, Shauna, is that a lot of the times we don't see the growth in ourselves. And one of the things that gardening did for me, which was interesting was that I started to see it's like, oh, I started like little seedlings and now I've got a small tomato plant and now I'm growing tomatoes and oh my God, it was so exciting, right? And that I could see actually what my contribution was actually doing, right? Huh. And so many times I, I feel in recovery, we don't see our own growth, even though we're doing the work, we're pulling the weeds, we're watering, right. we're doing the stuff in our own recovery, but we can't really see it. We, we see, easily see it in other people. We'll applaud other people and say, but we can't see it in ourselves. And, you know, one of the things that gardening did for me was to kind of give myself a break a little bit to say, hey, I'm doing mm -hmm. all the work. I'm growing, even though I don't necessarily see it. Just like that seed was growing, I'm growing too. Yeah. I, you know, I hadn't thought of it like that, but um, that's, that's a really insightful way to look at it because we are growing and we are doing it. If we stay the course and we continue to focus on our different recovery um, things, different things to help our recovery, we are growing. If we're stagnant, then, you know, if we forget to water, the garden is going to die. But, you know, there are some other benefits, right? We start to increase some physical fitness by being out in the garden. We start to be aware, say you decide to grow um, your own food, a few tomato plants or cucumbers, you realize how different and wonderful they taste that you start to seek out more vegetables, say from the farmer's market. So what's that doing to, you know, the community and you have a better awareness of how to nourish your body. Well, if this tastes good, it must be nourishing my body well. So, you know, those are two things that are really important in recovery, exercise and um, nourishment. And then, you know, we talked a bit about perseverance, that plant, that 
cucumber doesn't grow. But I'll tell you, we get some delightful surprises too. I was away in California this weekend and I had the great chance to meet you and, and chat, but I came back and we had so much rain that my tomatoes and my cucumbers need to be retied up. And what a surprise in four days that that much growth could take place. So there's a lot of delight as well um, that I think is a benefit. You know, those surprises, who doesn't like little surprises every day? Absolutely. You know, Shauna, I'm sure people are listening to this and saying, you know, this is kind of cool, but I don't have, you know, 40 acres. I don't have, uh, you know, I might not have a backyard. I maybe just have a balcony or, you know, how do I get, how do I do this? Right. Even if you have the space, how do you actually get started in this and make that recovery centered garden? Okay. Well, I would say to start the smallest way you could start, the easiest way you would could start is go for a walk in a park or on a hiking trail. Start to look at the different plants. Take You can use Google um, picture, whatever, and it will help you identify. Start to identify what's a weed, what's a plant. That's the simplest because then you start to have an appreciation for what's around you. So that's you know like meditation, going for a walk, the exercise, and a bit of learning. If you live on a balcony or if you live on 40 acres, and you just want to start small and you want to grow vegetables, well, you have to decide, are you going to grow plants or vegetables? Um, you can always buy some grow bags from that really big online retailer, have it delivered the next day, then whip out to Home Depot or Lowe's. I, I'm not being paid by those, but whip out to your big box stores to get some soil. And um, then you can buy some plants. You can go to your local farmer's market at this time of year to buy some plants. And you can do those as long as you have some sun and water water, uh, you can water your plants, you can get started and you'll see, you know, if it's not thriving, I need to move it somewhere in, inside my apartment where there is more light or guess what? You could even buy grow lights. Um, you can even buy some grow lights on, um, online as well that can help you. So those are two ways to get started. And then the third thing, um, it, you know, we always talk about community and connection as an antidote to addiction. There are so many um, ways where this, where gardening can uh, enhance community. So you can go to your local extension office. Every county has it, or if you have a local university, you can ask them questions. They might have groups. They might have early learning how to garden groups. Uh, there are at at nurseries and garden stores, they'll offer classes as well and you start to grow. But then the easiest way is to look up groups on social media. I belong to one that's my local backyard gardeners for my vegetable. Um, I belong to the Native Plant Forum. And so they help you with identify and growing things. And then I also belong to a foragers group. That's another way, you know, you're foraging for, you can go out and forage mushrooms and everything. It, there's just so many opportunities for connection and community as well. So easy, get started, buy a grow bag, or you can buy, um, you can buy a raised garden bed. If you do have a backyard, just pick a sunny spot or mostly sunny spot and you can get going. You know, I, I, you know, I, I just have to give some testimony on this and I've had this personal experience you know, I think one of the issues in recovery for men is that sometimes guys aren't the best at connecting. They don't know how to connect, right? Like that is an issue with, with men. Like I'm just, okay. and I had a, I had a, uh, a home group here in Los Angeles, a 12 step group that I attended for years. And one of the guys who had a really hard time, 
you know, he was connecting with people, but he wasn't a super social person. And he went to a little public garden that they had here in the Valley and he started mm -hmm. growing things. And this became a huge thing. And he met people and he'd bring people out to the garden. He, you know, he was very involved in 12 steps. He'd bring sponsees out. They'd have plants that they did. And it really changed his whole life. I saw it change his whole life. It, it's really a powerful thing. You know, final thoughts, Shauna, for anybody out there that's thinking about doing this, you know, what's your advice? Oh, my advice is just get to a garden center and ask a question because if, or find someone that you know that gardens, because we will talk ad nauseum. We will help you as much as we can. We love it so much. Gardeners love it so much and they want everyone to garden. And uh, so that would be, that would be my thing. And don't be afraid. Things die, like things die all the time. All my seedlings died this year. I can't figure out why, but they they died and I started them too late. Ah, I just start again and I bought some plants from the farmer's market of someone who's that. So don't be afraid to try. You know what, Shauna? I always said if it died, it was an old idea, right? I just let it go. I just let it go. Shauna McKinnavich. Let it go. Thanks so okay. much for coming on the show <laughs> Thanks, today. Damon. Always a pleasure. See you next week. Bye. Sometimes addiction recovery can be a lonely battle, but you don't have to fight it alone. At Recovered Life, we're dedicated to helping you live your best recovered life. And that's why we're inviting you to subscribe to our free weekly newsletter. Every week, we carefully curate exclusive content from leading minds in addiction recovery, mental health, and all things important to the recovery lifestyle. Stay in the know with the latest news about addiction and get exclusive invitations to specially recovery-focused events and explore insights tailored to support recovery from alcoholism, drug addiction, codependency, disordered eating, dysfunctional family dynamics, gambling, and so much more. With our newsletter, each week becomes an opportunity for growth, healing, and taking a step closer to the life you deserve. Take your first step towards a brighter future today. Go to recoveredlife.us and subscribe for free. Sign up now at recoveredlife.us.